Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. I made a detour out of the game when I was hustling crack. Made a couple of dollars, made a little bit of change, never looked back. You can find me at the shooting range practicing busting gaps. Who want a vocal booth in this studio? Busting raps. That's something my mom never says to me. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the tailgate. We're back for another week of some lighthearted fun that involves my mom leaving, Jimmy Lake hitting a kid, no monkey biting this week, so I guess we're improving, Kieran. Would you agree? Um, it depends. Is the monkey biting worse or better than hitting one of your players? Oh, that's a t- well. If it's not a super bad hit, like a full-on wind-up punch in the face, then I would say hitting your player isn't as bad because coaches have done that for years. It's nothing new. Right. If a monkey bites you, you have to go get shots, get tested for different diseases. It's just a whole thing. So I, I right. think I would rather get decked or hit by my coach. Right. And it wasn't even that bad of a hit, too. He, like, slapped him across the helmet. Which, which by the way, if, if you've ever played football and haven't been hit like that, you haven't played football. Yeah, and anyone who's going to complain about that has also never watched football. Yeah, exactly. Like, look, I get these are college kids. If an NFL coach does that, it's less of a big deal because these guys are getting paid millions of dollars, so it doesn't matter. But look at Woody Hayes, Nick Saban earlier in his career, Urban Meyer. They've all done it. This is nothing yeah. new. Also, also, can we stop referring to these? I mean, not you doing it, but like generally, can we stop referring to college athletes as kids? They are adults. They are playing for their careers. I don't care what level they're playing at, but they are playing for their careers. If 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 you're being a fucking idiot on the football field and your coach tells you not to do something or you fucked up and he gives you a little smack across the face, you deserve it. I'm not condoning hitting. I'm just condo- I'm con- I just I think it's ridiculous that he was suspended for hitting quote unquote a kid. You're not condoning undeserved hitting. You're not con- but I'm not corporal con- punishment? Eh. 
if they're old enough. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to keep referring to these guys as kids. A, for comedic purposes, I think it's funny to say Jimmy Lake hit a kid that yes. Jimmy Lake hit one of his 21-year-old players. Right, right, right. And it's and also two, doubly embarrassing, the fact that we are now older than most of those players. I older, hate it. Actually, yeah. Yes, yeah, we are I think Fuck. Uh, Dorit King has been in college the longest, six years, so he's like 23, 24. Uh, still, oh, we're still older. <laughs> another time I will refer to one of to these players as kids is when the NCAA tries to fuck them over. Yeah, right. That's you, something I'm not just, giving up. Are you going to screw kids over? They must have learned from Penn State about screwing kids. Anyway, so yes, we've... We haven't said what it was, but we've been talking about it. Uh, Jimmy Lake, head coach of Washington, got mad during the Oregon game because the team was playing terribly. They got blown out and hit a kid, hit one of his players, uh, slapped him a little bit. He claims he was separating guys. Uh, I don't necessarily buy that. But one game suspension, the university said, oh, we can't prove it was deliberate, blah, blah, blah. So we're just, we have zero tolerance for this. One game suspension. We're moving on. Honestly, fair play to the university for just going one game suspension. That's it. We understand, like, it was probably whatever heat of the moment. But, like, I, I like I like how they just came out, said it, zero tolerance policy. There it is. One game suspension. Done. And, and, now, and now none of us are mad about it. We're just like, yeah, okay. I mean, we didn't think he the, – the, the, his quote about breaking people up, that video clearly shows him hitting somebody like it's it's, yeah. it's not even questionable you hit somebody with a helmet on you're fine yeah but i mean i think this is the best oregon or washington excuse me could have done with this situation because if right. they gave a longer game longer suspension everyone with a brain would have gone it wasn't that big a deal why are you suspending him this long if they didn't do anything the woke mob would have come crashing down like whoa whoa you have to fire this coach get rid a one-game suspension, people will look at and go like, well, either he didn't deserve it, but it's only one game, or he deserved it, they're doing something, they're showing that they care, so I'm okay with it. Yeah, I, I think I think they literally hit the nail on the head there with they've got they've made their point. They've you know, they've it's flat out there's zero like they said, zero tolerance. And now it's done. We don't have to worry about this for like the rest of the year. Nobody's gonna even remember it in two weeks. Yeah, no, uh I can't wait to see what happens the second time he hits a kid. Oh, death penalty. <laughs> Do you mean, like, the injection or, you know, whole game yes. ban? Okay. No, the okay. injection. I'm curious. <laughs> I was curious. We talk about death, the death penalty a lot on this show, but in terms of, like, SMU, so I was <laughs> No, 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 not, not, not for the program, just for the guy. <laughs> just for Jimmy Lake? <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of speaking of the Pac-12, Kieran, I lied. We're not going in order with the topics. I'm going to jump a couple things and go back to them. But we're talking about the Pac-12. Uh, props to Arizona. They got their first win since 2000, October of 2019. Snapping a 20-game losing streak, beating Cal last week 10-3. Good for them. Yeah. Seriously, I mean, th- there's really nothing else you can say about it. Just like thumbs up, well done. Yeah, but the reason why we're even talking about this really is the first game of the 2021 season has been postponed 
due to COVID issues. Cal versus USC has been postponed is no longer being played this weekend. Uh, I think that's bullshit. I think Cal is just embarrassed. Yeah, this is uh, first of first uh, they lose to Arizona, and then uh, Arizona also adds insult to injury by keeping COVID. Um, I find it all the more ironic that it happened in California, where it's you know some of the strictest coronavirus lockdowns in the country, and now you have to cancel a game. And I guarantee you, they call it an outbreak. It's two players and one staff member, guaranteed. I wouldn't even be surprised if it was just like one guy. Yeah. Oh, it's like an outbreak. one guy who might have passed another player in the dining hall. And they're like, oh, yeah. game's postponed. Yeah. Oh, can't play it. Let's see how many. I'm trying to find it. Uh, there's this- multiple cases. Among the Golden Bears. So it is Cal has the COVID. Uh, right. So they, so Arizona uh, did give it to them. Yes. So they're saying it's multiple cases. Yeah, multiple uh, two, though. I know. I know. So I'm saying it wasn't just the one passing someone else. Uh, 99% vaccination rate. Uh, it's additional positive cases after the Arizona game. So, yes, Arizona might have given it to them. Some had it before. Then kept Arizona gave it to them. Uh, it doesn't oh, say here you who. Go. It's I, I, I'm reading here. It says 44 people in the Cal football program have tested positive. Oh my god! Which which they classify as a major outbreak under state health guidelines. I mean, given 44, there's like 100, probably 130 ish staff and players yeah. on the college football team. A hundred or forty-four is a pretty big amount, so I am I retract everything I just said about California. I have zero issues with this game being postponed, unless they are <laughs> faking it because they're embarrassed after losing to Arizona. They know the USC game would be just that much worse. Yeah, isn't this the same Cal team that beat? Oh no, wait, I'm thinking of UCLA. Never mind, you'd have beaten uh, LSU earlier in the season, but that was Usula. Um. This is also, Kieran, I think the longest we've ever spoken about the Pac-12 outside of our Pac-12 preview episode. <laughs> we don't talk about the Pac-12. We talk about a group of five schools more than we talk about the Pac-12. Well, here's your 15 minutes of glory at Pac-12. Now it's going to be revoked after this. Exactly. Florida! They are cleaning house after... Moving on! Moving on away from... <laughs> away from the Pac-12... Uh, they are firing two assistant coaches. I'm trying to see. I think it was a defensive coordinator and some other person. I don't really know. Uh, I think this is writing on the wall, though. They're gone. Uh, they're going to fire Dan Mullen. Oh, 100%. At, this program is a shit show. After they're talking about, uh, during an interview last week, oh, are there any like guys you're talking to right now you're trying to get the program? Dan Mullen this is during the season. We'll talk about recruiting after. That's a horrible mindset if you're trying to compete with Georgia and Alabama in conference. Kentucky's yeah. on the rise. Tennessee doesn't look like a complete shit show for once. Florida's screwed if they hang on to Dan Mullen. <laughs> and then uh, backup slash 1B quarterback Anthony Richardson injured his knee dancing in the hotel room. And missed the game last week because of that. This Florida team is such a shit show. 
They've lost three in a row. They need to fire Dan Mullen now. Yeah. I mean, like, honestly, it was weird, though, because at the beginning of the season, they weren't doing poorly. And they were putting up, like, solid games and winning solid games. And then it's just been a, well, there's only one word for it, an implosion. They have just, I mean, <laughs> they, they, there's literally no words. I mean, like, like Dan Mullen is not a terrible coach. But I don't know what's happened in the last four weeks, but it's, it's bad. Uh, frankly, I think part of it is, and this hurts me to say, I think we read too much into the Alabama loss. Like, they lost to Alabama by two. This Alabama yeah. team doesn't look that good. Losing to them by two isn't that big a deal anymore. Right. This year, I'm not saying they can't fit. I'm not going to talk about Alabama. They make me sad. Um, but <laughs> so, yeah, I think, I think some of their wins early on, they were winning – Handily against some teams, losing close games or winning close games against good teams or teams that we thought we were good. They're not that good anymore. So I think that's part of it. But yeah, Dan Mullen is terrible for this program. Uh, some Florida fans want to bring Steve Spurrier back and have Dan Mullen be their defensive coordinator, which would be hysterical to me. Yeah, because if they can't stop, if he can't stop offense as a head coach, what's he going to do as a defensive coach? Yeah, I, I don't know. But do you know who will not be taking the Florida job when they fire Dan Mullen? Uh, is it Joey McGuire? It is. It is Baylor. <laughs> no longer Baylor associate head coach. He was Baylor's associate head coach, Joey McGuire. Uh, joined Matt Rule's staff. People wanted him to replace Matt Rule. He didn't. And now he's going to Texas Tech on a six-year, $20.2 million contract. That is a fucking nice contract if I've ever seen one. I think it's weird that they hired him midseason. I feel like teams always wait. Like, they might have a verbal agreement or even a contract ready, but they don't announce it. They don't really tell anyone. Yeah, it's kind of, it is kind of weird. Because, like, it, cause it does, like, in-season, you know, um, either firings or, or hirings is, like, really weird because it can have a big effect on the psyche of the team. It's like, all right, well, I know this person isn't going to be here next year. So, you know, what's the point of listening to him type, type deal, right? And I know I know, college football players are smarter than that, but definitely I think it demoralizes the team that uh, both going to and coming from because, like, the Texas Tech is now just going, oh, okay, well, we don't have to worry about, you know, we don't have to worry about games or anything like like until next year because we got a new head coach or whatever. So I, yeah, I think this is going to hurt Sonny Cumbie's chances to get a new job going forward. Uh, unless they keep him at Tech Tech, but he's their interim. And you always see like guys, if they like the interim head coach, they'll say, we want to win for this guy so he can be our full-time coach. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Uh, 
The Raiders are doing it now with their interim in the NFL. Uh, when Coach O became the interim at LSU, because he was an interim at first, the players were like, we love this guy. We want to win for him. We want him to be our head coach. No one has said that about Sonny Cumbie. So I think it shows either A, he's can't be a good coach, a uh, good head coach, or B, he's kind of a dick and no one likes him. Yeah. What a name, though. So, Oh, great name. Sonny. And watch, <laughs> I'm going to be proven wrong. He's going to, in like three years, yeah. become a head coach and win a national championship somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but and we have to say a comment every time. Yeah, I probably won't. I'll probably try to suppress this and forget about it. But uh, on to the Big Ten. I'm still sad about the SEC, so we're not going to talk about them much today. Uh, we're going to mm. talk about Purdue. Purdue the doing killers. its best, the best Grim Reaper knocking on door on the door meme impression yep. they can. If you're a ranked opponent playing Purdue, you're no longer going to be ranked as a lead the following week. They will beat you. Yep. So here's looking at you, Ohio State. Bye. Uh, it's going to be great. I mean, and it, Purdue is getting nods for their efforts. They're 19th in the AP poll. Uh, I had the CFP poll up a minute ago, but they're up in that. Uh, I wish that place would just stop publishing the AP poll, by the way. Once the college football poll comes out, no one cares about the AP. But yeah, Purdue is also 19 in the college football playoff poll. So, oh, actually, I have the CFP numbers here. Good. So, yeah, so I am happy for Purdue. I want to see them continue winning. I want to see them just beat up on, uh, beat up on like, top-tier teams like Pitt, uh, not Penn State, Ohio State this weekend. It'd be weird if you want to see them beat up on Penn State. Yeah, it would be. It would be. I. I. That's why I stopped myself. Speaking of Penn State, like your first show, Karen, yeah. and I said this was going to be a recurring thing. Is James Franklin Penn State's coach next year? I don't know. <laughs> I think. I think. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I don't know. I'm not. I don't think I'm qualified to speculate on that right now. I, th- I think if he, if he, cause like he got a really good recruiting class for 2022 and like to remove him right before that would be, I think ill-advised because I feel like, I feel like he can win games and, he, and he's proven that he can win with, you know, granted star athlete. Like a like a Saquon Barkley, you know, like obviously, you know, Big Ten championship in 2016. Um, but other than that, I think maybe he'll have one more year, and then if he doesn't win anything after that, I think he'll be gone. I know I keep saying that, but I think I think it's okay that he didn't do this well this year. And but again, what do I know? Uh, first off, Karen, I'm disappointed. I have taught you nothing about podcasts. They are a place for hot takes and bold statements only. But I don't disagree with you. He, After last year, if he had another season like last year, he was gone. I don't give oh, a yeah. shit what your recruiting class is. I don't care if it's the greatest recruiting class ever. If you turned in another season like that, I would fire you and f- bring yeah. someone who could actually no, that's, that, that's very fair. I just, I, I, th- I guess I have a, a soft spot for him. Because you know, oh, that's, he brought that's us all fair. that success uh, while while I was there. That's fair. I do think 
I do think he sticks around at least another year. I mean, like I said, they are good. They're a good team. They're not great. Right. They're not, but consistent. I think is the the word you're looking for. Consistent, yeah, pretty much. Uh, but I I do like James Franklin at Penn State. I'm not asking, hoping he gets fired. But I'm just curious your thoughts on it as a Penn State fan. One thing I don't love about I like the BCS polls. I like the net, uh, cultural playoffs. I do like them. One thing I don't like about them is, and it's more the cultural playoff has done this, before teams would be happy about making a bowl game. Right. Because it didn't really matter what bowl game it was. If you were the number three team in the country and you beat up on them, hey, you might have a chance if you go to a national championship. Now, if you don't make one of four bowl games, it seems like who cares? Yeah. It, it doesn't matter. So yeah, that's one it's, thing I it's, don't love. It's all, yeah, it's almost the bowl games have like lost their luster with this, you know, whole CFP thing. I just like I, I get it. That's the reason you have the CFP. I get the reason why there's only four teams. But I think, you know, for let's see, what's a team outside like for Cincinnati, for example, right? You know, they're going to get shafted at the end of the year, despite hopefully an unbeaten record. And, you know, they're, they're be like, so we did all of that work for essentially nothing. You know, there's no glory in it anymore. I, I do think group of five schools have a little bit more incentive to play hard in their bowl game if they're going up against a Spotify team and go, look, you guys fucked up by not letting us in. I mean, look at... um. UCF Auburn in 2017. Yeah. Uh, UCF won, and they could say, we went undefeated, so we're going to claim a national championship because one poll said we were. You guys messed up by not putting us in. Now, if, like, a Michigan or an Oklahoma don't get in, what what is their incentive, really? They have enough bowl wins in their history. Right. They just won a national championship. So I, I don't see, really, some of their incentive to keep playing hard in the bowl games. That's why guys are sitting out now. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Like, like the bowl games used to mean stuff, and and I just think with the with the CFP, it's kind of just taking that that luster and the allure of of even the possible. Like, here's the thing: all you need for for teams to play hard is the possibility that they might win something, which instantly, I mean, with the flip of a switch, like pushes people to do better. And go all out during bowl games. Now it's just essentially like pro bowl games. Yeah, and here's a quick fix for getting guys to care. Pay them and give them a fat fucking bonus depending on what bowl game they win. Ooh, that's a good idea. Are you kidding? Like that's a good Wisconsin, idea. zero chance to even really try for the rest of the year besides keep their draft capital, which is important. And their coach's job, and if they don't really love their coach, it doesn't matter. But let's say they they get, I don't know, $50,000 each for winning, yeah. like, one of the top bowl games that's not a CFP bowl this year. Right. Are you telling me that they're not going to keep fighting as hard as possible to get to that place? Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. My, and, that, and that's kind of my point, is give them an incentive to, to play harder. I mean, that's... That's it. Like that's all you need is is one incentive that enough people can get on board with. And be like, oh, you know, uh, wait, the Orange Bowl is it? Orange Bowl is one of them. 
CFP goals. Yeah. Uh, they rotate. I'm not sure about this year. Okay, well, let's just say that for the sake of argument, yeah, I'm not this year that they, um, you know, oh, we made it to the Orange Bowl. Guess what? There's a $35,000 cash check or check waiting for us, you know, on the other end of it if we win. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm going to play. I'm going to crush the QB or I'm going to make this insane interception or I'm going to make this Hail Mary last minute throw instead of just being like, ah, whatever. Yeah, and I agree. I, I think it makes sense to, because that's another reason to pay these players is to get the best product you can on the field. And some people argue, well, they're just going to go to whatever school can make them the most money. Yeah, probably, but there are still going to be guys who want to go to like maybe a smaller school and just get a bunch of NIL money on top of their paycheck. And I do think if you start paying players, you need to have like not a salary cap, but you can pay this much for this, this like by position, you have to write out what you can and can't pay. Right. Cause I don't necessarily want to see a school like I, I would love it, but I want to see Alabama pay $5 million for all their starters go up right. against Vanderbilt. Who's paying them like, bucket of zaxby's <laughs> like, I, no, no no kevin kevin they already play their players <laughs> true I, but that's kind of what i want to see and also so no one two things so no one yells at us one we know i've just looked up the orange bowl is a cfp bowl this year so the sugar bowl the cotton bowl stuff like that it, they're still prestigious just not cfp bowls that's what no one yells at us also people who are going to be like well they should play for the pride of their university. None of these guys give a shit. No, it's all they, about the cash. Some might, but not everyone's a Jake Coker who's going to say, yeah, winning a national championship for Alabama was the goal. Like, I don't care about playing in the NFL. That's one in a million guys. All these guys care about is making money and getting drafted high to make more money. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, and I'm not knocking their drive or anything, but it, it is what it is. That's why they go to these big schools. Right. I don't know. So now that you, you, I, you, you gotta have you gotta have some form of like compensation or incentive for those bowl games because I mean it, it's like I know the CFP is still young and things like that and you know some people still care about you know say a Sugar Bowl or a Cotton Bowl or whatever but like that allure and that you know history is gonna go away very quickly if there's not some some sort of uh, backup plan. And I also don't want one of these kids to go, you know what? I have school pride. I'm going to play my school's bowl game. And then ruin their knee and get drafted in the fourth round instead of the first and lose out on millions of dollars. Yeah. At at least give them a little consolation there. Yeah. Oh, 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 Kevin. I've got it. I've got it. You pay for their surgery. Perfect. Some schools do that. Some schools actually honor the medical insurance that they give these guys. Some don't really, uh, to my knowledge, most do, though. But even then, like, it doesn't matter. Like, if they're paying for the surgery, that still ruins their draft chances. Oh, I know, I know. I'm not, sorry, I'm, I'm not like, saying I realized that. halfway through that, me talking about that, you were being sarcastic. So that's on me for not <laughs> your sarcasm properly. Now that we've ranted about the CFP ruining college football and how don't fucking expand it, though. I don't want a 64-bowl game college football playoff. 
That's not what we're arguing for. No, 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 yeah, Kevin, Kevin, no, no, I, I, I can have a solution to that, right? We cut the games to five minutes. Just play speed football. College football overtime rules, but that's the whole game. Oh, yes. Why are we you not in charge have, of things? You could have a two-minute bowl, bowl game, and that would be electric, but they would and they all play on the same day. One. They all play on the same day. They, oh, they, the the games are five cool. minutes. The games are five minutes. The ads are in between each game, and they just play boom, 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 boom. Like 11.30 to 10. Fun. Perfect. I love it. Ads in between each overtime period, like but lo- the longer ads. Oh, yeah, we're geniuses. I mean, yeah, seriously. Uh, I think my next goal, instead of calling for another coach's job to be given to me, I'm just gonna <laughs> call for Mark Emmert's job to be given to me. <laughs> ne- which I've been doing for a while now. Anyway, that guy's a scumbag. Uh, moving on to we talked about it, but the cultural playoff rankings did come out last night. I don't like how they change the time they announce them every week. Last week they came out at 7.30 and I, at like 8, I was like, oh, let's see what they are. And then I realized they're coming out at 9.30. Just pick a time, do it all that way throughout until if you want to do like the special announcement show for the last one, fine. But yeah, pick a time. Committee G's. Uh, We're just going to jump into this. 25, Arkansas, 24, Utah. 23, Meet Meet University, 22, San Diego State, and 21, Pitt. I don't hate this. I think UTSA needs to be higher. Agreed. I understand Cincinnati is a much better team. They would probably beat up on UTSA, but they're a group of five team. They're undefeated. Why is Cincinnati number five? And UTSA is 23. And I'm not saying they should be near Cincinnati, but like 19, 18, yeah. like a little bit higher. Yeah, like Purdue is 6-3 and three and they're 19. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. Yeah, and I feel. I feel like Wisconsin's eighteen, and they're six. Yeah, Auburn's seventeen, and they're six and three. There's, there's like three six and three teams above a nine and zero team. Yeah, and is is a six and three Auburn the best six and three team we've ever seen? Because they're the highest ranked six and three team. Uh, Kenny Heisman so and Sox spoiled. We yeah, just we spoiled. <laughs> but I want to talk about Kenny Heisman real quick. It kind of sucks that they lost to Miami. Uh, and then... Did they lose to Duke, too? No, they couldn't. Have. 
They lost but, to UNC, didn't they? Oh, that's yes. They lost to no. Did they play? They haven't played UNC yet. Oh, they did. Uh, they lost to so they lost Miami two weeks ago on Halloween. Yeah. Oh, they lost. Of course, they lost to a directional Michigan. So they lost to Western Michigan. That was their earlier loss. Oh. Of course, I should have known that. My friend always complains that they lost to a directional Michigan school. Uh, <laughs> but it sucks for him. I like him a lot. He's probably going to be one of the better quarterbacks in this draft. But he's been there for six years, so he's not going to go in the first round. Uh, <laughs> moving up, moving on, number 20, Iowa, number 19, Purdue, 18, Wisco, 17, Auburn, and 16, NC State. God, I feel bad for Iowa fans. Yeah. I really Brutal. do. And I feel bad for Penn State fans because they're no longer in the top 25 for the cultural playoffs because that loss is no longer a good loss. So, sorry, Karen. I feel bad. No, it's fine. Uh, but I think this tells us. It. But I think what we've witnessed over the last couple weeks is Purdue could play Georgia and they might have a chance to win. Yes. Seriously. If, if, if uh, they beat... Ohio State this weekend, I will personally hand them the Big Ten championship. I don't need to oh. see the rest of the season. I'm just going to hand them hand it to them. Whoever they play in the Big Ten championship, which I'm just going to say, Purdue's getting in. Whoever they play, yeah, I don't care if they're ranked lower the week before the game. Like, the morning of the game, they need to do a rankings revision, put that team higher than Purdue, so Purdue can win. Yes. Agreed. Uh, but uh, the rest of this, I don't mind. I still hate Auburn being this high just because they're this high because they beat up on shitty teams early on. Yeah. But they're this high, so if they beat Alabama, Alabama won't drop out of the top 10. Oh, I see. So that's what a lot of people, their biggest complaints with these rankings are. Teams that have played Alabama close or beaten Alabama in Texas A&M's case, if they can be justified to be higher, then they're going to be high. Like, Ole Miss didn't play them close, but they're 15. Spoiler, that's the next one. They're 15 to give Alabama a better win. Uh, A&M was like 18 in the initial rankings, so that's to give Alabama a good loss. So that's the main complaint, but need to do that to help out Purdue. Uh, Moving on, already spoiled it. Ole Miss, 15. Steve Young University at 14. Uh, Baylor at 13. Wake Forest. Big, big sad 12. Wake Forest. Big sad. I am destroyed. Oh, they lost to UNC. That's right. Okay, and then Texas A&M at 11. I don't have an issue with any of this, really. I mean, Wake Forest losing sucks, but they didn't drop too far, super far. Right. Not an issue with that. Uh, they need to dominate if they want to even have a chance to sniff the top five. But... Yeah, no, no, Wake Forest, Wake Forest is just happy to be here. <laughs> They're just happy to be involved. True. That's true. <laughs> like any other any other schools you could make a claim that like, yeah, we you know, we really want to do well this year, you know, we want to win our debate, our conference or whatever. Wake Forest is just like, we're just happy everyone's having fun. <laughs> it reminds me of uh there was a Steely Dan song. And I don't know what true is, but the joke is, like, they didn't really know football, but they knew, like, Wake Forest was terrible. 
So they're like the Deacon Blues, and then they do Alabama was good. So that's like the good. Those are the two things they do at the time. Wake Forest bad, Alabama good. Perfect. How bad you have to be to be known as a bad team is hysterical. Like if no, someone doesn't know football, but they knew you were bad. There are also Sorry. other stories about that. Like they just like the name Deacon Jones from the NFL, but... But I digress. Just talk about some Steely Dan. So now we can add music podcast to this description too. College football, <laughs> Cold War history, and music. Specifically, Steely Dan, Deacon Blues. Uh, number 10, Oklahoma State. Number 9, Notre Dame. Number 8, Oklahoma. Number 7, Michigan State. And number 6, Michigan. People were so mad about this, and I 100% understand why. Yeah. We know Michigan State is better than Michigan because Michigan State beat Michigan. Why is Michigan ranked higher? I don't know. Put a little fuel in the fire of the Big Ten, maybe? Just to... This is ridiculous. It's so dumb. Because, like, here's the thing, right? They both have one loss. Ergo, the better team, or the the team that, you know, when faced off, won, that's the better team. Like, it's... That shouldn't even be that shouldn't even be a consequence. That's just a stated that should just be a stated fact. But the they, CFP used it as like an assumption. It's like, oh well, you can kind of like see based on the other teams. I'm like they pretty much played the same schedule. They they knew what they were doing too. Do you think they have a, plan a nine it? A, a nine and Oklahoma should not be eight behind Michigan and Michigan State? But they knew they couldn't separate the two, and they wanted controversy. <laughs> now, their controversy worked a little too well, or they were trying to distract the fact from the fact they have Oklahoma at eight still. So they put those two above it right next to each other. Right, so people so that, that, yelled about that. Right. That's that's really what, they, what they're doing. It's, it's completely diverting the fact that Oklahoma's number eight and – the, the only thing that, you know, this podcast and other people will talk about is the fact that Michigan State is lower than Michigan. It's, it's a very clever, you know, hiding in plain sight but sort we of have thing. Un- we, we've uncovered the truth here. We know. Yes. We know what they're doing. This is what we do. Truth seekers. Exactly. We, uh, we uncovered the truth of University of Fort Lauderdale and their coach big-timing us, saying we had to pay him to be on the podcast. Uh, and we uncovered the truth that the CF the truth that the CFP is just trying to distract us. We're like, ooh, shiny thing over here. Ignore what we're doing over here. <laughs> it's like America in the eighties. I was literally like, going to make cool, that reference. Look at all the cool I, shit we're doing. Oh, Iran Contra. Oh, the AIDS epidemic. <laughs> oh, poverty. Like, ignore that. Look at this. Yeah. That is the, uh, yes. Of course, it's the equivalent of. America's greatest sins. Exactly. Uh, number five, Cincinnati. Look, we also brought in a Cold War reference, so go us. Yeah, I was going to say. that every week. I, think... I, I had a job interview. This is unrelated, but I had a job interview, and they were asked, like, oh, what's something that your resume doesn't tell us about you? I'm like, I love history. I have a cultural podcast. We talk about the Cold War on it a lot. They looked at it like, <laughs> What? <laughs> there was so much in that statement. They were a little confused by that, but 
Uh, moving on, number five, Cincinnati at 9-0. and I want to talk about something with this. That's why we're calling out Cincinnati on their own. Yes, they're undefeated. Yes, they lead the American in uh, some stats. What stats do they lead the American in? Uh, their defensive stats. They're uh, points allowed per game at 14.9, and then their pass defense is the best in the American, 155.4 passing yards allowed. Next up is Temple at 170. Guess what? That's it. Those are the only stats they lead their conference in. If you want to be a group of five, also they're middle of the road in field goal kicking too. Their kicker is taking like 50% of his field goals this year. Yes. If you want to be the first group of five team to make the college football playoff, you need to be dominating your conference across the board in every statistic. And not your highest ranked recruit ever is a four-star that they just got this week. Look, yeah, they beat Notre Dame. A bad Notre Dame team. Like, I understand the complaint that they're undefeated, but look, if they're undefeated when they join the Big 12, then yes, they should be in. But I still don't think they should. They need to be beating teams by 40 a night in their conference. Yeah. And honestly, this year, if it keeps going this way, if Ohio State loses to Purdue... And Michigan, Michigan State, and Oklahoma will pick up a loss. Yeah, put an undefeated Cincinnati at four. Have them play Georgia. Let's see what happens. It's going to be such a shit show. It, it blows my mind that people care this much about it. I don't think they're much better, if at all, than the 2017 UCF team. They have a much better quarterback. That's about it. Everything else, they're maybe the same. So there's my Cincinnati rant. Cannon, do you have any thoughts on Cincinnati before we get to the top four? Uh, I want Cincinnati to prove you and everybody else wrong by going into number four and kicking George's ass. <laughs> oh, I would think that I would be... If that happens, I will wear a dress while we're recording this. Release the video. Shave your head. I'm not shaving my head. I got an ugly ass head. Exactly. Shave it. No. No, my family would kill me. My hair is my best feature. I'm not. <laughs> my head. I just um, want to let everyone know that that is saying a lot. That my hair is my best feature? Yeah. <laughs> That's actually a compliment. Thanks, pal. If you think it is. That's saying all my other features are great, so my hair being better, that's saying a lot. Mm. That's what that, that's grammatically what that means. You're trying to say that's not saying much. Well, yeah, that's how you'd say that. No. Whatever. Anyway, move on. Just compliment me. You called me beautiful. It's fine. Number four, Ohio State. Uh, number three. Oh, back to our second. If that happens, I'd be happy. I'd find hysterical. I will wear a dress while recording this and release the video. Uh, number four, Ohio State. Number three, Oregon. Number two, Alabama. And number one, Georgia. I, Karen was mean to me during the game this week, by the way. That wasn't fun. Uh, 
who are oh, we? Hold on. Didn't you lose? Didn't you only you, you won by what six points? What was it? Six points at home against a full now four and five LSU team who talked all this shit in 2019, the last time they were in Brian Denny, and we could only win by six. We got yeah, that's like, a loss. That's a moral loss. We got like I think it was like six rushing yards that game. The, the offense looked terrible. Bill O'Brien needs to be fucking fired two weeks ago. It makes Pete Golding look like a good coordinator. <laughs> what What is going on? Why? How is Bill O'Brien ruining Bryce Young? This is terrible. And who are we kidding? Alabama, the only reason they're number two is because the rest of college football has been drunk this year. They're not winning national championship this year. So I, I have a, a small side story that I'm going to perfectly pair with what that rant you just went on. Last night, I went to a Bruins game. My buddy tried to bring in his jewel. Now, he's done it a hundred times before, and there's been no issue. But th- last night, he could he had it taken away from him and confiscated. That rant that you just heard from Kevin was the exact same reaction and level of hostility that I got from my buddy who lost his jewel last night. Just pure aggression and unbridled rage. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Fair. <laughs> just just fair. nothing don't, more. Don't bring a jewel into a sporting event where they tell you you can't have it, though. But, but there you have it, the college football playoff rankings uh, brought to you by the one SEC person on that, the AD from Kentucky, for everyone bitching about SEC bias. There's one guy from the SEC. Let's go football does not want to see Alabama do well. They do, they're sick of the SEC. So I, I don't get the SEC bias from every other conference and everyone not associated with the SEC. That's like three rants. So we're going to move on to our game picks. I usually like to say one ranted episode. I went on three. Uh, last week, we did okay. Kiernan, you went four for four on winners. Let's go, baby. We're getting uh, better. I scrambled to do this. I did not look at overrunners. I went three and one because I thought Washington would upset 
Oregon, but, and then Jimmy Lake got mad and hit a kid, probably because he knew <laughs> I was wrong. So he's like, God damn <laughs> disappointed, Kevin. You idiot. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, he definitely is. Um, but this week, another week turnout, we have five, again, because I wanted to put this one in here because I think it'd be funny. Uh, but number eight, Oklahoma at number 13, Baylor. Oklahoma's 9-0, 4-5 against the spread. Baylor 7-2, 6-3 against the spread. It's at McLean Stadium. Kickoff's at 12. Over-under. No, I'm not over-under. OU is minus 5.5, and, and the over-under is 62.5. Uh, Kieran, do you want to go, or do you want me to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Um, I, I would like... Do I want actually, Kevin? This is a question for you first. Do I want to see Oklahoma continue to do well under Caleb Williams, or do I want them to implode and bring them back to the, you know, further back in the rankings where they deserve? I I think you might want to see them implode. I want to see them continue doing well under Caleb Williams to show that Spencer Rattler is not a good quarterback, so he falls out of the first round entirely. All right, and what I like it. I like it. All right, let's go uh, Sooners, uh, but Sooners, but Baylor covers. Um, definitely going to be an over. Uh, let's go with 39, 39-36. Uh, uh, oh, you have a close one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a field goal. It's going to be a last-minute field goal or something stupid by Oklahoma. There, I think, I think Oklahoma's best. They're undefeated. They're a power five school. Why aren't they higher? I think Caleb Williams is pissed because he feels he's not getting the respect he deserves for making this look like a competent, fun to watch team. Even that Spencer Rattler couldn't. I think they're going to go out there and get all their frustration out. Forty-five, fourteen, Oklahoma. Uh, any thoughts on that? You said 45-14? Yep. You have no trust in the Baylor offense, or are you have monumental trust in the Oklahoma defense? I have my... Eh, actually, you know what? We're going to change that score. Yeah, that's that's what I thought. That's We're going to change that score. 65-31, to 31, Oklahoma. Okay, that's better. <laughs> I think it's more realistic that way. Well, yeah, but... <laughs> it's not realistic, but it's more realistic. Uh, next up, number 19, Purdue at number four, Ohio State. Uh, Purdue is 6-3, and 5-4 and four against the spread. Ohio State is 8-1, and 4-4-1 and one against the spread. Kickoff is at 3-30 at Ohio Stadium. Ohio State is a minus 20, which is absurd. That's a stupid fucking line. And over-under 62. My score prediction, I'm just going to go first on this one again. 21-20, Purdue. I like it. I like it a lot. I'm going to go a little bit higher. I'm going to go 25-23, Purdue. I like when we're, we both pick the underdog to win, because then if at least we're both wrong, we're both wrong. It makes you feel right. a little bad. Right. We uh, are next- We are both pulling hard for Purdue right now. Yes. Next up, number 16, NC State. 
At number 12, Wake Forest. Uh, NC State is 7-2, 6-3 against the spread. Wake Forest, 8-1, 4-5. Kickoff is at 7-30 at Truist Field. Wake Forest is minus 1.5 with a 66.5 over under. Kiernan. Uh, I want to see Wake Forest uh, get back uh, get back that loss. Uh, I think they will cover the spread, um, but it is 100% going to be the under. I'm going with uh, 28, uh, 28-21 Wake Forest. I have the same winning score. Uh, I have the Ooh. loser scoring 23. But... I think because Caltrol is drunk this year, because it's the ACC and we have no idea what the hell's going on at the time, Wake Forest is going to be feeling the Deacon Blues after Saturday. 28-23 NC State. Go Wolfpack. Oof. Uh, next up, number 11, Texas A&M. At number 15, Ole Miss. A&M, A&M is 7-2, 6-3 against the spread. Ole Miss is 7-2, 5-3-1. Kickoff is at seven at Vaught Hemingway Stadium. AM minus two and a half with a 55.5 over under. I did not think about these beforehand like I usually do, but we're just going to shoot from the hip here. 34 to 31 AM. I'm going to flip. Oh, Ole Miss. Sorry, Ole Miss. I meant Ole Miss. 34 oh, okay. 31 Ole Miss. Yeah, actually, I, I, I'll take a, I'll take a slice of that action. I, I, I want the same scoreline and everything. Oh wow! Yeah, no, I, no, I, you are. That was a good pick, and that's what I was going to say anyway. So, let's go with that. I'm glad you're on board the lane train, like we're, I am. We're we're really doubling down this this week for bets. So just everyone be prepared. Yeah, we are. Uh, this week. Uh, I didn't like any of the group of five games. And because we can't call it the rattlesnake pick anymore because Houston's leaving the group of five, this is now the group of five pick. Henceforth, will be known as the Conference USA Memorial pick. (laughs) So this week, it's actually an FCS versus an independent school. Maine at UBass. A love nice stadium in in Amherst. Kickoff is at noon. Maine is minus one. And I look, try to find their records. I use Odd Shark. It had Maine as 0-1. It made us play more than one game this year, but I didn't feel like looking into it that much more because it's an FCS school. But Maine is a minus one over under 59.5. Kiernan, who do you have? I got to go with the, the home state of UMass. Give me, give me uh, 13-11 uh, UMass over Maine. Fair. I'm gonna go. I don't. I'm gonna go with UMass too, but I think it's gonna be a score. Uh, actually, no. This is a very main. Like this is a very UMass do. Going with Maine by a final score of two to nothing. <laughs> uh, it is not going to be because of defensive shows. I think it's going to be inept offenses with a UMass pull, with UMass pulling a Dan Orlovsky running out of the back of the end zone at one point. Perfect. Couldn't write a better Cinderella story than that. Oh, you're beautiful. Uh, but there you have it. Our game picture this week. We are not doing very well this year, Kiernan. Well, what do you expect? It's our first year and we know nothing about betting. That's true. 
It's true. Another reason not to listen to us. But right. something we haven't talked about in a while. Heisman odds. Cannon, do you have any we'll run through like the top five real quick. Bryce Young, uh, plus one seventy five. Kenneth Walker the third out of Michigan State, plus three forty five. CJ Stroud, plus three fifty. Matt Corral, plus five twenty five. And Caleb Williams moving on up there, uh, plus seven fifty. Give me Matt Corral. He's been the most fun to watch, I think, out of all of them. In fairness, I have I haven't seen uh, enough of Kenneth Walker this year purely because I didn't watch his games, but I I I have been watching Matt Corral, and he's I think he's very fun to watch. And I think I think five. What was it? Five twenty-five. You said. Uh, yes. Right. I think I think that's that's good odds uh, because if you do end up picking him and he wins, you know, that's that's some money in your fucking pocket. That's true. Also, the first offensive player is Jordan Davis, plus eight thousand. Uh, and then right below him, also plus eight thousand, Tanner Morgan, our boy from SMU, but needs to be higher. If he grew a mustache, he would be. He would be. Yes, he would. He would be the number. He would be a plus five in Heisman voting if he earned Heisman odds. If he grew a mustache. But I said this Saturday, and even though they lost, he did rush 145 yards in the touchdown. This is Kenneth Walker's award to lose. Uh, The last running back to win Heisman was Derrick Henry in 2015. Kenneth Walker's already getting those comparisons. I think they're sick of giving it to quarterbacks. Uh, they're probably not sick of giving it to wide receivers because they never do except for last year, but a wide receiver is not winning again this year. And I think they're sick of giving it to the SEC. Absolutely. Like, the last couple of were Devontae Smith, Joe Burrow, both SEC. Then you have Kyler and Baker, Big 12. Lamar, ACC. Derrick Henry, uh, SEC. Mariota, Pac-12. Jameis. ACC, Johnny Menzel, SEC, RG3, Big 12, and then Cam Newton, SEC. There really has not been a Big 10 Nat, or Heisman winner since uh, Troy Smith who was a quarterback at Ohio State in 2006. So I think it's time. I think it's time the Big 10 gets another Heisman Trophy winner, and I think it's going to be Kenneth Walker. Unless he gets injured, which, knock on wood, hoping doesn't happen. But yeah, so I, th- I think it's his award to lose. Fair enough. It's Even a, the odds don't say that. So that's all I have to take care of. Do you have anything else you want to touch on? Uh, I think just uh, I think we should all be rooting for Purdue this weekend. Um, I hope they beat Ohio State. I hope they uh, ruin their chances, and that's what sounds like they've been, or what they look like they've been doing. Um, it's just ruining teams and making them, making their lives that much harder, which I find joy in. Fair. Uh, if JD listens to this before the seven thirty tomorrow Thursday, uh, corner booth pregame. So today actually, because I released this Thursday morning, corner booth corner booth pregame is at six thirty. Check out. I'm on that, but JD is also on it, and he's an Ohio State guy. If he listens to this beforehand, he's gonna yell at me. But I agree with you. Go Boilermakers. And that's it. Uh, thank you for 
listening to us. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Yeats Official. Head over to yeatsofficial.com, promo code TAILGATE for 10% off your order. And be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Quad Tailgate. And check us out on Facebook, Tailgate with Quad. And have a good weekend. Have fun. One of Okabu finished his nudio, busting raps. With some gold on my body, off my body, off colors Rossi, I'm sloppy. I treat my luxury scraper like the Bugatti, Lottie Dottie. She like to party off Molly, but Cardi let her get naughty. A hottie up in the lobby, she style. She said, 40 water, where you about to be? I said, follow me, follow me, follow me, bitch, room 223. You got to pay me, I'm paying me no attention. That's how I be when you're born and raised in the V, Northern Cali, Silicon Valley. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.